This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Hey, what is up? Mm, feels like I've been away for a while. But what's up, you guys? Welcome back for another episode of the Annoying Not Offended podcast. Hello to both old and new listeners alike. Hopefully I got a lot more new listeners. But anywho, I am your host, Sydney, as always, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. Because y'all, it was something. It really was. Especially considering the holidays. Like, sheesh. We really just had Thanksgiving in the midst of a pandemic right after that shit show called the 2020 presidential election. But we survived it. We here. This week is a solo episode. Um, Going to use this time for us to catch up. Y'all, y'all probably like this is what she always say when it's just her. <laughs> but again, we using this time to catch up. I have a guest planned and I am lining them up so you won't have to hear only my voice for too, too, too long. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and start this show. Starting off with the very first segment and my favorite portion of the show, I think, fed up or f- up, which I use as a segment to distinguish what really grinds the gears of my guests as well as you know what had me fed up so let's get into it y'all Kevin Hart once again is a piece of shit <laughs> literally as usual a majority of men have not learned to keep their mouth shut but back up to the plate like I said is comedian Kevin Hart so I don't know if you guys are on the you know Netflix tip since we've all been in the house but Netflix has released a lot more stuff as of lately Ugh, guys gotta catch up and go watch Queen's Gambit by the way <laughs> sorry to, to derail the conversation that was a good ass show though but Kevin Hart had a Netflix comedy special called Zero Fucks Given, which I guess alludes to the fact he don't give a fuck. But in the stand-up special, he got some flack because he called his teenage daughter a hoe and said she was participating in hoe-like activity. Like verbatim said, my daughter is a hoe. This is hoe shit. This is hoe shit. Hoe activity right in front of my face. And y'all, all he was talking about is the fact that his teenage daughter has like you know crushes on multiple boys normal teenage thing correct I definitely had crushes on hell I would say I have crushes on different people now it's childish but I still I do that doesn't make me a hoe but they went in on him rightfully so (laughs) um and a few people took to the app clubhouse if you guys haven't heard about the little um beta testing app where it's kind of like a voice chatting thing we're going rooms different people people are talking blase blase but basically some people started one just to be like you know he is a piece of shit so mr kevin hart said hell no he gonna defend his case and took to the clubhouse form to defend himself and reference hannibal burris's 2014 stand-up which he called bill cosby a rapist and say that that black people often tear each other down now y'all please explain this to me because i'm trying to figure out what the hell is the correlation all they said was you know kevin you can't be calling your daughter a hoe for some non-hoe shit basically that's sexist and this man had the nerve to say now y'all just tearing black people down 
just like he did with Bill Cosby. But again, I'm confused as hell because what's the correlation, you know? Like if I really could pop up the visual of Nick Young with the confused ass face and question marks, I definitely would. Especially considering the fact that Bill Cosby actually is a convicted rapist. Um, still very much confused, but again, you know, men still have not learned to keep their mouths completely shut with unnecessary shit. But you know what? I'm gonna get into a woman saying some unnecessary shit later in the you are drove segment but again for now we're discussing Mr. Hart and I was just like again was this necessary like what and is he gonna say the same shit about his son if he not he can just keep it I'm tired of Kevin Hart but I think in general I'm just tired of men who are under five six honestly and truly Okay, you guys, moving on to the main topic and main segment, which is the make it make sense segment. I'm just wondering, you know, is 2021 really a thing? Like is next year really approaching us after everything we've endured this year? Can we move into the future without it being some more, you know, shenanigans? But (laughs) so you guys, can y'all believe that it's literally about to be December. Like we've just completed celebrating Thanksgiving. Christmas is around the corner and then there will be New Year's Eve, which alludes to New Year's Day. Like we can all agree that this year has been intense and unpredictable. And I personally, you know, have had my own ups and downs throughout the year, just regardless of external factors. But damn, the year is practically over. I wouldn't even say practically, like it's over, you guys. And I still have this feeling that there are or more shenanigans just lurking in the shadows yet here I am amidst all of the shenanigans like well damn what what do I what kind of plan do I want to put in place for these shenanigans like I truly don't know what my plans resolutions per se will consist of but I still want to make them I don't know why but I want to make them so let's get into planning amidst the shit show just based on some general things I was thinking about going into next year with because again you guys like maybe we should be planning hell maybe we didn't plan enough this year as you can see that's why a lot of things slip through the cracks but number one thing money 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 so I'm usually great at saving money but this year I can definitely say like aimlessly scrolling through social media made me make a few more purchases than necessary and everything was freaking on sale like so many things were just so dirt cheap so I was like I had to buy it I bought all this skincare shit don't work um keep buying all these clothes and jewelry not going anywhere but I have them um but again just a lot of unnecessary purchases so I think going into next year I'm definitely going to allocate more of a budget and stick to it and really learn what my expenses are like I feel like a lot of people gauge what they spend on entertainment gas and food but a few people I know can like truly pinpoint it so I want to get down to that of knowing like this is exactly how much I'm spending this is exactly the range that I actually want my spending to be in and you know learning not to flex as much you know not saying treat myself all the damn time and also potentially investing I feel like it's a good opportunity to use some of that money that we might have spent on clubbing and vacations and you know throw it into a little investment investment app a little um damn I don't know no stock lingo let me see do I know some stock lingo (laughs) 
Um, let me see. Uh, ETF. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all my stock people. But yeah, you know, potentially investing. Next thing, alone time. Solitude is not easy to find, nor is it cheap. This year has shown me that while I may be bored, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like boredom, I might just be some forced peace and quiet. You know, when your mama told you, you know, quit all that running around, go sit your ass down. You can tired yourself out. Like, you know, just maybe I need to sit my ass down. And I truly do appreciate the aspects of like, go, 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 busy, busy, busy. But getting more of a taste for sitting down down and just relaxing and actually getting adequate rest has shown me that I need to pencil in more me time just you know one-on-one with it. check in always check in with the folks check in with yourself check in with yourself which leads me to my next point of balancing relationships a majority of my relationships both romantic and platonic survived 2020 you know there are a few let's say peace out sayonara don't let the door hit you on your ass out <laughs> on your way out <laughs> I had it the wrong way but still yeah y'all get what I'm saying still had to say like bye a few hiccups in a row whatever but this year has definitely shown me that checking in with folks really pays off and being more intentional about the time you spend together. Like I definitely can say I didn't do anything like huge or like out of the ballpark with my friends just considering the year and a lot of things were like put to a halt. Like for instance, I know a couple of friends and I, we were gonna go to like a music festival, which I would have loved, but you know, didn't happen. But those few times that we did go on picnics and go to the park, Park and even just meet up to do like um maybe watch a movie and I know for instance a couple of my friends when it was like insecure season we were all just like virtually get on zoom and watch the episodes together but still I appreciated that and I feel like since we were more intentional it stands out more in my memory so as the world opens back up I really like to carve out more time just to put some focus on my relationships and checking in with people I care about and love both like romantic and platonic and like in my family as well next work 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 okay I have worked from home a majority of this year literally since March and it's been tough at times like I am extremely appreciative of having a job but oh my god creating like a livable work-life balance when you're literally working in the house is berserk I think people who work remotely and have worked remotely before all of this are like super mental heroes because you have to have so much focus to really get stuff done and really just concentrate on task and not feel like damn I want to go take a nap I want to go get a and even then outside of you know focusing so much on a task learning to even pull yourself out of task I could definitely say working from home I would work a little later than necessary just because I'm like well I'm I'm still at home technically I'm two feet away from the kitchen so it's not like oh I'm gonna be starved for dinner or anything like that so I can just work a little bit longer or I can get in bed and turn on the tv when in actuality 
I probably should have just like severed that time or set a stone amount of time. Like, yes, I'm going to work from this time to this time and take so many breaks instead of like letting things linger on. And then next thing I know, I'm working till like 930 at night. So again, creating more of a balance similar to what I said about relationships. And the last but not least, intentions. So being very intentional with a lot of things, um, considering that I launch this podcast this year that's a very good thing because I'm y'all listening to it now you know I'm making my little episodes but that was something that I was very intentional about doing and it's nice to see it pay off so if anything for next year I'm going to put a lot more focus on my intentions like what am I doing this for how will it pay off what steps are necessary to even get to this point and just see it flourish from there because it's nice to see when your hard work pays off like shit that's some good shit what uh Jill Scott saying that that's that shit like literally I love so again these are just a few things gonna be working on I would love to hear what you guys are working on so if you want to DM me tell me some feedback are you planning for 2021 or you just like to hell with it this year took enough from me I don't want to have any expectations for anything but again I would love to hear it moving on to the last segment of the show we have the you are drove segment so you guys this is just a disclaimer for my nine saint louisans basically drove is a term for when you really thought something was just gonna work out for you you thought somehow some way this is gonna put me at the top put me on whatever pedestal but it did not work out in your favor actually had the opposite effect so this week's segment for you are drove is in regards to Halle Berry setting Lisa Ray straight all right even say setting her straight but realizing hey maybe keep your mouth closed so you guys the light-skinned aunties got beef and I don't even think it's beef technically because it was very like a one-sided thing um so in more news of what the hell is 2020 Lisa Ray McCoy decided to share her unnecessary opinion about Halle Berry's sex life womp 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 like what the hell (laughs) so this came up during a discussion on cocktails with queens which Lisa Ray is a part of the cast regarding Youngberg's claims about his alleged sexual encounters with Notori Naughton from Power, as well as a few other female celebrities. And they were just talking about, you know, people discussing their sexual encounters. Like, is it necessary? Is it not? You know, a lot of um, men say when women do it, it's like clout chasing. But if a man does it, it's not. But you know, that that double standard sort of thing. <laughs> After, um, Lisa Ray's co-host shared her own opinion of who in Hollywood they think would be like good lovers and even in a way it wasn't necessarily anything odd oh I think it was Selena Johnson she had just said like oh cracking a joke oh you know Tony Braxton has all of those love songs you know she better be a good lover this girl always singing about love yada 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 so Lisa Ray chimed in and said you don't know what she be doing in a bedroom it's just like Halle Berry all words and no actions so her cast, they were a little, her co-hosts were a little bit shocked. So they asked further, stirring the pot even more. Lisa Ray said, that's what they said. That's what I read. And that's what I've heard. And that's what they say. And I can honestly say, one thing I have learned about people, you already know when people say, that's what they say. It usually means that's what they said. Nobody else but them thinks this shit. <laughs> 
And I hate that. People love saying that's what they said. No, that's what you said. Okay. Say that. Say you. Don't bring other people into it. Or name them. Name who said it. What they say, name names and keep it on the playground. But anywho, Holly Berry had a response herself and tweeted Lisa Ray directly. Jokingly stated, uh, Miss Real Lisa Ray, ask my man, Van Hunt. And he'll tell you all you need to know. And I am just glad to see Holly Berry take some time away from doing yoga on Instagram to, you know, say some facts. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious, though, because Holly Berry does not bother anybody out of all the celebrities. Like, she's gorgeous, but I've never heard her stir any pots or really have anything to say. But it just goes to show that... No matter the age, the wealth, the beauty, people can be immature as fuck. And it's scary because you would think as some grown women, what would you gain by telling people about my sex life? Especially considering you don't even, you haven't slept with me. Like what? What do I look like? And I just honestly feel like Lisa Ray was a little for even coming out and saying that and not expecting people to get on her ass. But here we are, 2020. Things just keep on happening. <laughs> so you guys, that's it for this week's episode. I keep telling y'all to please send me some mail so I can hear about your complaint. Please let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended email them to annoyed not offended at gmail.com or if you go to our instagram page there is a email link in the bio which you can click and email as well thanks for tuning in you guys ciao bye Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.